know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around through ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look. Thanks for days. We're back. College football recap. How we feeling after the weekend? I, I on the record, holy shit! I got slammed Saturday, Sunday. Finally got a little back Monday, but holy shit, the weekend was bad. Yeah, it was bad for me too. I think like when I look at some of the games that I gave out and on my card, I think I went like five and six or something like that, or six and five somewhere around that. Not great. Ended up down on the weekend. Not the best week of football, honestly. It was kind of hard to follow up how good the week before last weekend was. So it was a little bit disappointing, but still football nonetheless. Enjoyed it. Just not the greatest slate, not the greatest card for myself. A little bit disappointing. Yeah, pretty, pretty shitty. Pretty shitty just week. Like you can't you can't have like one of the best football days like ever and then expect the next week to even be like, okay, it's just gonna be a shitty weekend. It's just what it's gonna be. Um, it doesn't have to be gambling, but it was for me at least. Um, but you know, shout out to us. Both of our dogs of the week hit, or no, no, your dog of the week didn't hit, but both of our locks of the week hit. I had Arizona State, you had Penn State. I mean, lock if we're getting our locks right, I'm not mad. Like, if we get our locks, and I will say I was struggling. I every time I put more than one unit on a game a week ago, lost. Everyone I put double units on this time, won. So I don't know. Maybe I maybe I should just up my unit to like a million dollars and then I'll hit every bet. Um, couple good games. Couple good games. Uh, let's start with I want to start with Bama, Mississippi State. Uh, fuck Mississippi State. They're like so that made me so mad. How do you score six points against Bama and it was in the final like minute of a game? Bama's back. Their defense is back. Bryce Young's back. How do you feel about Bama? Yeah, they did exactly what I thought they were going to do. This is one of the games I ended up on the right side. It was just a situational bet for me, like Alabama coming off losses for whatever reason. Mississippi State always catches that fire. Like they were showing the statistics of like the teams that Alabama plays after a loss and somehow it just always end up being Mississippi State. 30 to 6 doesn't really even do it justice. It really should have been 30 to 0. That was a garbage time touchdown. Alabama defensively looked good against Mississippi State offense that has been solid. I mean, Will Rogers threw the ball 60 times, and that Alabama secondary proved themselves to be, they look competent today or uh, last Saturday against Mississippi State. This is a step in the right direction. Alabama did not run the ball well at all, though. When you look at this, they averaged 1.1 yards per carry on 27 rushes, only 29 yards rushing total. I mean, terrible performance running the ball. But that being said, Bryce Young was able to find a rhythm. They took care of business. Still some question marks from Alabama, but they definitely looked like this was kind of a statement win. Yeah, I, I had the over, and I mean, if Mississippi State's not going to score, it's just not going to happen. It, it was brutal. Uh, but Bama's back. I mean, like, I'll, Bama's back in the conversation, and it sucks. Uh, and it's kind of weird that we're saying that even after, like, beating a team like Mississippi State, but it felt like a different Bama team, and Saban came out and said, no, 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 this is Bama. We're going to do what we do, but they still got some things they have to get through. Still with the one loss, can't lose again. But great game for them. I mean, like 30, they scored 30 points. 
it felt like it could have been a thousand points. Like they were, they were just a hundred times better team period. That's all. It's just uh, weird with Alabama. It's like, this is a big win and it's something maybe that was a little bit expected. I mean, the spread was 21 and they won by 24. So it's not like it was a crazy output, but it's like every weekend, even when Alabama looks good, it's like, there's something that they're lacking. And today or last weekend, it was the run game. Like they had no effectiveness in the run game. And that's not really like Alabama at all, whether it's the secondary. It's like there's one thing that they just haven't been able to patch up every weekend, and it's it showed again this weekend, which is something that's like this is a good win, but it's like, damn, it's another hole that they have. Big time. Big time, and and, and there's still an SEC schedule. Like they still have to grind out some wins against even if they're bad SEC teams. Like, well, no, they still – holy shit. I I'm didn't pretty know sure they got LSU this LSU week. and then right. Ole Miss the next week. So they got some guys, and I mean, speaking of Ole Miss – Holy shit, LSU just rocked them. Ole Miss, maybe the most fraud team, like top 10 country, top 10 team in the country, like ever. Uh, They suck. They suck a lot. They got up 17-3 lead. I was like, oh, let's go. Nope, not that's not that's not flying. That's not flying. Any, I mean, and Brian Kelly's got the fucking boys back. How we feel about LSU? LSU look good. Like, I, like you said, Ole Miss was a little bit fraud coming into this, sitting in the top 10. They just really hadn't had a super tough test. Like that Kentucky game, you can kind of make an argument where they didn't look great, but they kind of got the job done. This was a situation where they were on the road, first real road test at LSU, and LSU ran the shit out of the ball. I mean, they got dominated on the line of scrimmage on both sides. LSU ran for 252 yards. They did pretty much anything they wanted on the ground game. And Jackson Dart, I don't know how much you watched that game, but every time he got the ball, he was running for his life. Like, that old Miss offensive line was really, really bad. First half, they looked pretty solid, and in the second half, LSU just warmed down, and they collapsed. I mean, that game got out of hand in a hurry. Right to LSU, though, I mean, Daniels played really good. They ran the ball effectively. They looked like a really solid team. I'm really interested to see that Alabama matchup. But, yeah, just kind of a slide for Ole Miss. Kind of proved a lot of people that they may be a little bit fraud. They still got a lot in front of them. They got that Alabama game that could decide the division. There's still a lot in front for Ole Miss, but definitely this game you can circle and be like, damn, they got some issues for sure. Yeah, and I, like LSU, it, it's just a big win for LSU, but it's also – I think it shows a lot to Tennessee. Like Tennessee beat the piss out of LSU bad. And then LSU comes and beats Ole Miss. Maybe they're overranked. Still undefeated. Still an SEC good team. Lane Kiffin and the boys. Like Tennessee beat the shit out of LSU. The shit out of them. I, Tennessee is keeps impressing. Like they played UT Martin this week. That's not even like a, a Division One game. But I'm impressed by Tennessee. I am, and I that was the main point. I picked L- Ole Miss just because LSU got rocked by Tennessee, and then they just did it. I also had the over in that game, so I'm fine. I was split it. Uh, but crazy game, crazy game. Second half, it was just like, what the fuck is happening? Um, let's go. Let's go to Q's at Clemson. We were both so wrong in this game. I, I was for sure. I loved Clemson. I also the under. I split this one too. I double betting on games is kind of not like me, but I kind of like it. Uh, what do you think about Clemson Syracuse? I think we have very different takes about this too. I really think we're gonna be separate here. I I thought it was an impressive comeback from Clemson. Again, when you look at Clemson, I think you think of them as a top four team. You think of that Trevor Lawrence error and you think they should be blowing everybody out at this caliber. 
to me, Clemson is doing their job by just finding a way to win games. Like you can only play the teams on your schedule. You can only win those games. They didn't cover. They looked really, really bad in the first half. I thought that Syracuse, Syracuse team looked great. That run game they had with Schrader and Tucker going in that first half, and they were balancing it out. They were throwing the ball effectively. That defense was bend, don't break the whole first half and pretty much the whole game. I thought Syracuse looked really good, and I just thought they were really poised for an upset. In that second half, however, Clemson found a little bit of juice. They put Klubnik in the game. He didn't make plays that were like, oh, my God, this guy is him. Like, he's the truth. He's the same. But there was a spark that they found. They got a little bit of a boost from some penalties that helped them continue a drive. They ultimately found a way to keep winning. I think Clemson is one of those teams where when you look at them, like caliber-wise, how they match up against some of these other top five teams, I don't think they're necessarily there. But they're just continuing to do their job, continuing to win games. We were wrong on the cover. I was wrong more so about Syracuse than I thought about Clemson. I thought Syracuse was fraud. I thought they looked pretty good. It was kind of a collapse. But shout out to Clemson for continuing to win. I don't like them. I hate Dabo. But they just continue to get the job done. Yeah, they're yeah, that's exactly right. They're getting the shit done. And Syracuse, in the first half, they it was you can't run the ball against Clemson. They knew that. They they ran the ball some. They would get these quick passes out all the time that were basically run plays. It worked so well. Second half doubles along, they get shut out. Clemson, Clemson's defense woke the hell up. Um, I think I think Clemson's gonna be good. I think they can I think they can make a playoff. I like Klubnik versus DJ. DJ is he's a good, he's good. He's good. He's not a national championship winner. It's like he has vibes of like almost Rattler, where it's like, yeah, he's talented, he does some shit. Put him in the right position, he'll be good. He's not a top five quarterback in the country to me. I don't know, um, but I like Clemson. I don't know. I don't. It doesn't sound like Klubnik's going to keep playing. It sounds like they're going to go back to DJ. But Klubnik gave him a boost, and I mean, you can't not like think like at the very least, DJ is going to be playing every game. Like, oh shit, I might get pulled at any moment, um, and that's probably not great. But I like Clemson. I like Clemson a lot. Like they showed so much in that second half. They were down what was it, like 10 to 20 at half or 10 to 21 and a half or something. And they just come out and win the game. That's that's a good win. Syracuse defense is good. I don't know. And with Klubnik, like you said, he didn't make that many plays. Uh, they just ran the ball a lot more with him, which was weird. Like they were just, they were just pounding the rock, just pound the rock, pound the rock. And it worked. So a shout out to Clemson. And uh, I think they have a bye this week and then they don't really have that many good teams left. I think they have Notre, they play Dame. Notre Dame. They play Notre Dame. They got Louisville, Miami, and then South Carolina, which is one of those rivalry sneaky. games it's at home. But that's that's a sneaky game. For me, Clemson, I, I give them credit because you can't not give them credit for continuing to win games. But they're probably going to be a playoff team. Like the ACC is pretty weak as a whole. They're probably going to win that division. That was a huge game against the Qs. They'd have to slip up a couple times now because they had the head-to-head over Wake and Qs. They're probably not going to play someone too tough on the other side. I think UNC is winning the other side of that division. They have some difficult tests, like some sneaky tough matchups, like that Notre Dame game, Miami, South Carolina even. like Those aren't gimme games, but they're games they probably should win. This game... Clemson team should take care of business and make the playoff. I just think that they're a team that's going to get exposed when they play someone good. When they play someone that can score, score quick, and has a solid defense, I think they're going to find themselves in some trouble. But, you know, right now it's hard to argue. You know, they're just doing their job, continuing to put Ws in the win column. Yeah, and it, it'll be fun to see what they do once they get – like once they play a real team, it'll probably be 
Well, the AC, I'm, I'm looking at the <laughs> ACC Coastal. Holy shit, is that a bad division? Like, shout out to North Carolina. They've been six and one with like a terrible defense, but then there's no one else in that division. Like, Pitt's down, Miami's down, Duke, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Like, none of those teams are good. So, the ACC Championship might be a layup for Clemson. Um, it sucks because if I think if Waker, even like Florida State or NC State's on the other side, I feel like they could pick them off. North Carolina is just not going to get it done. Like, that's just not going to do it. But shout out to them. I've been doubting them all year, and they're six and one. Are they ranked? They probably should be ranked. Like, how oh, are North they? North Carolina? Yeah, they're 21. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to them. Like, that might be, you know, when you look at Clemson, that might be a game that might cause them a little bit of trouble. It's like that Clemson secondary struggled against Wake, a team that could score really quick. UNC with May is another one of those teams that they can score fast. They can put a lot of points on you. Defensively, they struggle quite a bit, but. You know, one of those games where it's, it could be a matchup situation for Clemson. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where they go because I think a lot of people right now, including myself, is kind of penciling them in. It's like they've gotten through all their real tough tests, but there definitely is some sneaky games. But if there's no doubt if Clemson takes care of business in these last four weeks and then wins an ACC, I mean, they're in. It's, it's, it's no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> shout out to them. That's why like, we play the games, though, you know? Yeah, true, true. And South Carolina, like, that'll be a fun game if South Carolina can keep winning. I don't – they probably have some SEC tests. But uh, let's get to the Pac-12 uh, biggest – I mean, probably big, one of the biggest games of the weekend, UCLA at Oregon. Uh, Oregon beat the shit out of them. I mean, it's 30-45. to 45. UCLA wasn't really that close. Uh, their defense is so bad. Like, do you – Oregon and Bo Nix was cooking them. Just absolutely cooking them. Uh, shout out to Chip Kelly, but it, it it's they're not on that level. They kind of got put on that level for the Utah win. Um, it really makes me think about what what what's happening to Utah. Uh, I guess at away, I don't know. What do you think about this game? Yeah, this man, this game was tough because I I was on UCLA plus six and a half because I really thought they could score to keep up with Oregon. That onside kick, that Oregon kicked in the first half that they got and then went down and immediately scored right away to go up 14. And then I think they got another stop. It was over after that. I mean, UCLA's defense, we've given them a lot of credit. They are fucking horrible. Brutal. Like they are one of the worst and you got to give Oregon's offense a little bit of credit too, because Bo Nix I thought has been phenomenal. They got that run game going. You got to take it with a grain of salt because UCLA's defense is absolutely atrocious. They could not stop anybody. Like, they literally couldn't get any sort of stops. There was no momentum. They would get them to third down. It was pretty much automatic that they were going to convert. Not only did Oregon score a lot, but they controlled the shit out of the time of possession, I'm pretty sure. I don't know what it ended up being. Uh, and maybe garbage time would have like swayed it a little bit. But it seemed like that first half, especially, Oregon had the ball the entirety of that half. 28 points in the second quarter for Oregon, 28 and a quarter. Yeah, I mean, it was brutal. And then UCLA's offense started to kind of force things. I thought Oregon's defense played well enough where they put them in situations where it's like UCLA felt like they had to score and score quick. They kind of got out of a little bit of a rhythm. Oregon's defense is actually pretty solid, I think, because when you look at this UCLA team, they can score too. I mean, they have a lot of weapons. I think DTR is still really good. But this – showed me more about Oregon than anything. And I'm not really thinking about Utah. I think Oregon is really good. They passed the test. We were kind of a little bit like unsure about them. This is a spot where they played a UCLA team that they might not be great, but they definitely are solid. They look pretty good on both sides of the ball. You know, they ended up giving 30 points away, but I thought defensively they had some definitely some strengths that showed 
offensively, obviously, Bo Nix, he's sneaky, might be a Heisman. He's been unbelievable since oh that Georgia God. game. Yeah, it's I didn't even I haven't even think, thought about that, but hearing Bo Nix and Heisman in the same sentence doesn't feel right at all. Uh, but it's it's true, and he's eaten. And Oregon's another team, kind of like Clemson, where you know they could just take care of what's ahead of them. They still have Utah, Washington, Oregon State's kind of tricky, but like they can win those games. They look great. It it's really funny looking back at that Georgia loss, forty nine to three. Like holy shit, what happened? Uh, I don't know. They weren't ready. Um, maybe UCLA is a little fraud and Oregon's kind of getting away with teams that might be a little fraud. Like they got a lot of love from that BYU loss. Maybe UCLA is not that good, but then like, how did UCLA beat Utah? It's, it's a whole pretzel in my brain. Uh, but shout out to Oregon. They keep winning and, uh, they have a couple layups coming up too. I think they have Colorado and someone else. Shout out to them. Uh, UCLA and Chip Kelly. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's just, and it really is the cannibalization of the Pac-12 over and over. Like the one undefeated team left was uh, UCLA, and now they have one loss, and they'll probably lose one they shouldn't. Now USC's back. Like it's just Pac-12 is crazy right now, and I kind of love it. Four in the Pac-12 is nuts. You got Oregon, you got USC, you got UCLA, and you got Utah. Oregon's the only four and O team in conference. The rest of them are three and one, four and run in conference like the way that's going to play out it's going to be fascinating i think oregon has the easiest test because they don't play any of those teams other than utah down the stretch like utah's the last one out of those three teams that they play and even if they lose that game remember there's no divisions i think they'd probably still get in because there would be one loss uh but i don't know i mean it could go down to some crazy tiebreakers and stuff like that but oregon's definitely in a really good spot yeah yeah and yeah, shout out to Bo Nix because, I mean, there wasn't a person on the planet who thought less of Bo Nix than I did. And he, he shot, he's shutting everybody up, really. I will uh, say Oregon gets that Utah game at home, too. which Huge. 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 But uh, early betting, I, I feel like I feel like Utah's the play. Everybody's going to be on Utah. Maybe flip to Oregon. I'm, I'm overthinking everything right now. That's that's a ways down the line. Like, yeah. But like some some people, uh, no, I'm not even gonna That's get a lot of Utah USC game before that game. Yeah. True, true. Uh, let's go to the next game: Texas at Oklahoma State. Uh, Texas should have won this damn game, man. They should have won this damn game. Um, you talked about it. Oklahoma State did exactly what to Texas, what TCU did to them. How we feel about this game? Oklahoma State also, I will say, they're on the road this week against Kansas State. They're underdogs again. They, they, they have to be like a top, like one of the only top 13 teams who's an underdog, like every other week. It's crazy. Um, how we feel about Oklahoma state and Texas? Like where does Texas go? They're five and three now. Like that looks bad. Yeah, I was, this was one of the few games I was on, like on the right side of, I liked Oklahoma state plus six and a half at home. Like you said, this was like a mirror image of what TCU did to them the week before and kind of what TCU did to Kansas last week. Night or uh, on Saturday too, Kansas like, State, yeah, all, or yeah, they were all pretty similar. Like these Big Twelve games seem to be playing out in a real similar way. Ewers was terrible, man. I mean, he was terrible. Nineteen of forty nine, three hundred yards, two touchdowns, and three picks. He overthrew a lot of guys. He was not able to get in any sort of rhythm. Oklahoma State really started to gain momentum in that second half, and then they just stepped on the gas. Spencer Sanders gritty performance i mean he's had a banged up shoulder that dude gets hit just as much as anybody he stands in the pocket delivers strikes he had a great game 
Uh, they ran the ball all right. Defensively, they got enough stops to keep them in the game. Great win for Oklahoma State. Great cover. I'm super happy that I was on the right side of this. I actually got a live bet in, too. It kind of saved my weekend. I love it. I love it. And uh, I was on Texas. Of course I was. Uh, it's just br- It was a brutal beat. Uh, I want to say something about Oak State. They're fraud as fuck, dude. Their defense stinks. Their defense is terrible. Last year they had a defense. This year they do not have a defense, and now they have an electric offense. Uh, and once they play a team with a good uh good offense, uh, they might shred them. And it might be this week against Kansas State. Like Deuce Vaughn, yeah. and if Adrian Martinez is back, dude, oh, State, their defense is brutal. It's so bad. Um, and if we're we're, we're gonna get to buy and sell teams, they're one of my sell teams. I don't like them at all. It's a good win. I don't trust them even kind of, um, but it's a good win. And they, and like, they just keep winning. Like, like they've lost that one game, but find a way to win against Texas. Who's obviously pretty good. Uh, shout out to Sark, dude. He's having a better season than five and three. Like he's got the boys going. Uh, it sucks if they're five and three, that Texas tech loss is brutal now. Um, hopefully they can kind of figure it out, but that was a crazy game. Like it was just so sad. Uh, more big 12 madness. Kansas State. I mean, I would I would say before you move on, I think when we were talking about that Kansas State Oklahoma State matchup, Oklahoma State defensively they were okay against the pass. I mean, Ewers missed a lot of guys, and I mean, he made a lot of really bad throws, but statistically they weren't that bad against the pass. Where they really struggled was against the run. I mean, Bijan got whatever he wanted, and you look at a Kansas State team that primarily likes to run the rock, that could pose some serious issues for Oklahoma State defensively. Yeah. We'll get into that more throughout the week. Yeah, for sure. Um, more Big 12 madness, Kansas State at TCU. I mean, this is this is just such a sad game. This is such a sad game for Kansas State. Um, if Adrian Martinez plays, I still think they have a chance. They didn't score in the second half with their backup and third-string quarterback playing. Uh, TCU keeps slipping by. They keep making comebacks. I, I don't know what to think. What do we think about TCU and Kansas State? I mean, TCU just keeps hurting other people's quarterbacks and coming back in the second half. I mean, it's what it's oh like my God. in a row. I mean, the Spencer Sanders, he played the whole game, but he was a little bit banged up. Daniels went down. That's electric. Know, Gabriel got hurt in the Oklahoma game. Yep. I'm pretty sure he did. I think it's four weeks in a row that they <laughs> hurt the opposing team's starting quarterback and came back. This week, really, that was the fact. I mean, that was a deciding factor. Kansas State in that first quarter and first half was really rolling offensively. Martinez went down early. The backup was actually really solid. I can't think of his name. Howard. 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 He played really good. And then when they he got hurt and they went to their third guy, things fell apart. Bum. And it was right before that half. They went down, scored, got it to like 11 or 10 or whatever it was. Scored right off the half. And we knew it was like, it's over. This is going to be a TCU win. You got to give them credit. They keep finding ways to do it, whether it's hurting their quarterback or not. They're sitting at 7-0. and They're leading that Big 12 right now. As much as you want to say they're frauds, I think I'm done. I think I'm done saying TCU's frauds. They just keep finding a way to win games. I think they're a team that if they play somebody really, really good, like if they play an Ohio State or a Georgia or an Alabama or a Tennessee in the playoff, they're going to get exposed. But right now, I mean, they're beating everybody on their schedule, whether it's because they're hurting the quarterback or not momentum it's it's like a destiny season i guess for them and yeah i'm hating on him because i really like the way duggan plays that quentin johnston dude is electric they ran the ball pretty well I, I'm, I'm done hating on him because i keep losing money 
Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I am 100% not done hating on them. I hate them. Uh, they have Texas in a couple weeks. That's a game Texas is going to win. That's a game Texas is going to win. That's going to be their big win. Sark's going to get the boys going. Uh, Doug, Duggan is electric, though. Like, the way he runs, he, he is so tall and so absurdly white. He runs so fast. And Quentin Johnson is just, like, he might be the best receiver in the country. He is ridiculous. Like, he just look, he looks like Calvin Johnson out there. Uh, shout out to them. Another big win for TCU. I, it's just so sad. It's so sad that TCU seven and eight in the country. They might have moved up even. I I don't know what to think. I don't another know. Another guy, think. Duggan's another one of those guys that he just he gets hit and hit harder than like anybody I've ever seen in the country, and he just gets up and just keeps it pushing. He's yeah, kind of he, like Sanders the same way. He's got to be in the Heisman conversation, doesn't he? I mean, he's he's just he's balling out every week. Yeah, and they keep winning. So. Yep. Uh, I agree with you. I think, hey, the ne- next weekend at West Virginia, as bad as they looked, I was on the wrong side of their bet, but that could be another sneaky, sneaky one, especially after all of those wins that they've had. Like they've played four ranked teams in a row or five ranked teams in a row. That could be a sneaky one. And and, and West Virginia could have been looking ahead because they played someone bad last week, didn't they? They um, got rocked, they but they, they can't be looking ahead. I mean, they're just not good. So. <laughs> Uh, that's fair. Uh, that's kind of the big games. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to do it. I really don't. But let's get to the big noon kickoff. Iowa, Ohio State. Uh, as an Iowa fan, this was a hard one for you. Uh, how are we feeling about Iowa? I don't even really want to talk. I mean, there's not even much to talk about. It's so goddamn bad. It's They are a national meme. I mean, they're a national meme. Uh, Spencer Petrus is probably – the worst quarterback arguably ever in Iowa history. And he's got to be up there like just ever in college football. I mean, he is insanely bad. He had a 5.9 QBR. He was six for 14, 50 yards and two picks. He threw the ball to the other team. Just like he was, he was throwing it to the other team. Like it was, it was his guys. I mean, some of the, two of those picks that he threw yeah. were just so goddamn bad. Everybody's been saying to put the backup in the whole year. He fumbles the first snap. It's like you can't really write it. They got to move on. I mean, it's time. It's adapt or die. They got to make some changes. Coaching, they got to make some changes personnel-wise. Like You got to start recruiting some different players. They're just an absolute dumpster fire. Great defensively. I mean, that was the best defensive performance to ever give up 54 points. I mean, they hung in there in that first half. They were doing everything they could to keep him in that game. And the offense just kept fucking throwing it away. Yeah, that was tough. Just one little side note. Max Duggan plus 5,000. I don't hate that for Heisman. I don't hate that at all. Um, But we talked about it. Like, that was not an impressive win for Ohio State at all. Like, they – offensively, they struggled. Like, they scored 54 a lot. Second half, yeah. Uh, Petrus, I mean, what was it? Two pick sixes. Um, he was in, they were inside like the 40, like twice. It was bad. Uh, Ohio state, like it looks like a killer win. Like Iowa, it's, it, it didn't seem like a killer win. Um, but they keep winning. They got, they're just waiting for Michigan at the end of the year. Uh, and they actually have Penn state this week, which could be interesting, but after what Penn state looked like last week, I don't know. Um, but we'll get into that this, uh, for the pick and pot. Uh, any other games that you like? You know, you love Penn State. They beat the shit out of Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's lost three in a row after uh, being ranked. I love that. That makes me happy. 
Uh, PJ Fleck and the boys struggling. Any thoughts on Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, this was a really easy one. I ended up doubling, tripling the unit on this one, which again kind of helped me um, offset some of those losses. This was just, it wasn't easy. I mean, it's a whiteout, it's at night. The whole Minnesota offense kind of is contingent on whether Muhammad Ibrahim can run the ball effectively. Penn State was going to use that crowd, stack the box, make them beat them through the air. Tanner Morgan was out. I don't even know who their backup guy was, uh, but he was awful. I mean, they got him into some obvious passing down situations and he couldn't get it done. Yeah, some like Greek name, electric name. It was just a complete situational mismatch for Minnesota, and I thought that Penn State could take advantage, and I'm glad that I went pretty heavy on that. because yep, that was- I, still I still don't think that Penn State's that great of a team, but situationally, this was this was a good spot. Yep, and that was your lock of the week. Shout out to that. My lock of the week, covered by half a point. Never a doubt. <laughs> Never a doubt. Shout out to ASU. Uh, they lost by one to Stanford. Huge, huge for the resume. Uh, and also, shout out to Fresno State. They're going to be going to become a wagon. Everybody, bet on Fresno State. Bet on Fresno State. Keep doing it. They're a wagon right now. I know it. I know it. Um, One other game that was uh, – well, actually, let's get to our segments. Well, segments, segments. Um, I I want to do buy-sell because I there are a lot of teams out there that I think there are false narratives going around. And some of these teams I really like and some of them I really hate. And some of them – are TCU. TCU's fraud. I don't care. They're one of my cell teams. They suck. I hate them. Their defense is meh at best. Duggan, Quentin Johnson, electric. Running back, electric. They're not going to keep winning. This is this is a TCU team that's top eight in the country, top seven, whatever. And by the end of the year, they're going to be like 24th and they're going to be like, oh shit, what happened to TCU? That's what I'm thinking. That's that's my vibe. Um, Another cell team, I said Oklahoma State. Like, they're they're their defense is so bad. Um, any buy or sell for you? Yeah, I don't have anything written down, but I definitely buy Oregon. I think that's a team that, you know, if you would have got them last weekend, it would have been a little bit higher. But their price is going up. I mean, they have not a lot of tough taps less than this year. They get Utah at home, a game where they probably could have like another Pac-12 championship to boost their rem- resume. This is an Oregon team that I could easily see making the college football playoff. It's like if they take care of business, they beat these bottom feeder Pac-12 teams, they get that win at home against Utah, and then they go match up with like a USC or a UCLA or a Utah maybe again. That's another game that can boost the resume. I think they're right up there with every single one of those teams. If they win out, that's a team that could easily be in the playoff, I think. And uh, one thing I want to talk about, I think we might have some college football pandemonium, like obvious uh, college football playoff pandemonium. Um, we're we're only week, what is it, eight or nine now? But just looking forward, you know, Oregon has Utah. If they can get through that game, which is obviously saying a ton, and USC can get through UCLA and some of the last Pac-12 teams they have, if they if they – if they are both in the Pac-12 championship, one of those is going to the playoffs with one loss. Uh, and if the Pac-12 is taking up a spot and assuming the Big Ten takes up a spot um, and assuming Clemson takes up a spot, the SEC is getting really interesting. And I don't know if Clemson maybe gets sent. If they're undefeated, Clemson is going to be in. Um, but like Tennessee's undefeated. They have Georgia left. Uh, Georgia only has Tennessee big uh, SEC championship. 
Bama with one loss, just win the SEC championship and they're in. Like, there's a lot of teams that get that can get into the playoff right now, and I can't wait to see who. Like, I really think that we might have like six one loss teams all trying to get in, and it's like, holy shit, who do we pick? I could definitely see that. I'm going to go with a one-loss team that I would have bought last week after a loss. I I mean, I don't know how you don't buy stock back in Alabama. It's like after that loss against Tennessee, this is one I would have bought it last week if I could if we were doing this segment. But Alabama is a team where it's like they showed up against Mississippi State. They fixed some issues defensively. You know, there might be some question marks in that run game now where they struggle a little bit, but that's something that they'll be able to figure it out. It's like they just need to start putting complete performances on the book. They get LSU. That's going to be a crazy game. I think they have a bye, and then they go to LSU. That's a game that's always a rivalry game. I think they're a better team than LSU. They'll win that game. At Ole Miss, I still think that they're a better team than Ole Miss. I mean, that game will be rocking for sure, but it's Alabama. They're better than Ole Miss. And then they got two kind of shitty games. I mean, that Auburn game, obviously a rivalry game, then some FCS team. They're going to get a shot again if they take care of business like I think they should. And the reason why I'm buying them is because I do think they'll do that, but they're going to get a shot again against either Georgia or Tennessee. And I wouldn't be surprised that they came in and did exactly kind of what happened last year. Same situation. They get themselves back in the playoff. I mean, it's hard to not buy out. Yeah, very true. Um, Now my brain's working in the playoff shit. Like if Tennessee, so let's say Tennessee loses to Georgia. Georgia goes to the SEC championship, loses to Bama. I've that's what I said last weekend. Same. Situation. Oh, it is. And so they all have one loss. Yeah. Wow, so that's fucked up. Let's say that Tennessee wins out, but Georgia beats Tennessee. Tennessee's sitting at eleven and one with a win over Alabama. Georgia is twelve and zero, but Alabama beats them, so they're twelve and one, and Georgia's twelve and one. Then you got three one-loss SEC teams that could all potentially make it, and it might ah. just be another round robin, which would be really curious to see how that would play out. And then it'd be like, who gets that four? Like, is it Michigan, Ohio State? You know, or or do they take like it's Tennessee East. out? Like, or do they take Tennessee out for like one of those Pac-12? Honestly, the Pac-12 is probably going to cannibalize themselves, aren't they? That's just how this ends. Yeah, but like you mean, you, there's a TCU team that could be 12 and 0, 13 and 0. I mean, you don't think yeah. of a situation that hypothetically that could, I mean, there could be like a couple 12 and 0 teams and then those three one loss teams. And it's like, damn, I don't, I don't, I think you got to take one of the one losses out. This just got me excited thinking about the playoff. Like that got me crazy excited. Um, One more team I'm going to buy. I have two more teams actually I'm going to buy. Uh, Wake Forest. Wake Forest has three of the top uh, ACC teams left. They are really good. Like, they can score the ball against basically anybody. Um, Their one loss is overtime to Clemson. They still have NC State, North Carolina, and Syracuse. I think they can win all these games. I think they can win all these games, and they're not going to be in the ACC championship. But they're going to be a team that I think is going to be in a New Year's Six Bowl top 10 in the nation. I really like Wake Forest. Uh, hammer them. Uh, and I like with that much left on your schedule, I'm really excited for Wake because I really do think they can fall. Like, and their defense isn't great, but it's not bad. It's not terrible like it was last year. Um, yeah, I like Wake. And then one more team I'm going to buy, USC. Didn't hear from them. Lost to Utah. They're probably still like, they're still one of the favorites, but they can win out and win. And I think there's not a Pac-12 team that USC can't beat. 
Uh, and I, I like USC a lot, a ton. Any more buy sells for you? Yeah, I'm going to give it a little bit of love because the last two teams that I picked were kind of, they're pretty chalk. Um, so I'm going to give a little bit of love to a team that I think is trending in the right direction and not getting a lot of respect nationally. South Carolina Gamecocks quietly sitting at five and two with some losses to some pretty good teams. I mean, that Arkansas loss early in the year looks a little bit worse now than it did at the time. They got throttled by Georgia, but since then, They've rattled four straight wins off. They get Missouri and Vanderbilt and then Florida the next three weekends before they get Tennessee and Clemson, which could be a potential like two more top five matchups for them. This is the situation where I think that they could easily win these next two games and be sitting at seven and two. And people are like, where the fuck did South Carolina come from? That Florida game, a little bit tougher for me to like buy in on them. But it's like, damn, this team could for, for real be like eight and two, seven and two going into two top 10 matchups. And people will be like, where did South Carolina come from? I just want to know on the record right now that I like them as a team. I thought that was a really impressive win last weekend against AM. Knocked off Kentucky the weekend before. South Carolina is a team that's quietly been moving in the right direction and not gotten a ton of respect. New coach as well. Shout out to him. I don't know his name, but he's got the boys going and he had that kind of a crazy motherfucker too. Like the oh, dude. 100%. He's wearing like backwards hat, sunglasses, all that shit. He's electric. Um, Let's go. Let's do the best thing that we saw from the weekend. I have one that was like one of the funniest things I have ever seen. And it's kind of fucked up that I said the best thing I've seen. I should just change it to the funniest shit I've seen. We're going to the FCS and we're going to Weber State. Their long snapper had four safeties in the game and they lost by five points. Oh my God. The long snapper—that is brutal, brutal for the long snapper. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, so best thing we saw, we were state hilarious, hilarious all time. Took mine. I, I'm sorry, I don't have any more ammo. That's fair. That was my pick. There wasn't like a lot of like super funny things I saw throughout the weekend, but that one of them, I mean, that was unbelievable. I've never seen like that. Like that was fucking hilarious. There was there was one thing that I did saw. There was like a punt in one game. I I was degenerate betting on somebody. I think it was Harvard and Princeton. I think it was on Friday, Thursday or Friday night, and the Princeton punter punted one that went like twenty five yards, probably past the scrimmage, and it bounced back, and it bounced back with such authority that it came all the way back to like a two yard net punt. <laughs> it was pretty. Not a lot of hilarious moments from this weekend. Yeah, it was that. Yeah, it was awesome though. Weber State, awesome. Um, last segment. Fuck you, team of the week. Mine is so easy. I hate this team. I'm never betting one again. I thought they were good going into the year. I thought they were good after a couple of weeks, and then they do some shit like this. Pittsburgh. I mean, how do you score ten points against Louisville? They lose ten to twenty four against fucking Louisville. Louisville. Louisville has such a bad defense. Malik Cunningham was low-key dicing their defense up in the second half. Uh, Pitt, figure it the fuck out. Figure it the fuck out, Pitt. Like, that was so bad. I had him plus one and a half. It was just brutal. Brutal. Fuck Pitt. I didn't have any crazy bad bets. I didn't lose a lot of them where I was like, oh, my God, like, fuck this team. My fuck you team of the week is pretty obvious what's coming here. It's the Iowa Hawkeyes. Like, 
fuck you. I'm so sick of watching you. You ruin my Saturday every single weekend. I cannot continue to keep watching this incompetent offense in this family business that I love Kurt Ferentz with the bottom. Like he's been so great to this program. He's brought great consistency. He's brought some of the best times in my life, but it's time for you to go, man. It's time for Brian Ferentz to go as well too. It's adapt or die. These teams that keep running these stupid ass pro style offenses that rely on timing and that are so complex when in reality, you should just fucking spread it out like everybody else does. There's people wide open everywhere. There's no reason to not do it. You have to adapt or you're going to die. And right now, we're fucking dying. Like, we bury us six feet under because we can't beat anybody. This is the worst I've seen an Iowa team probably in my lifetime. I don't think since I've been alive, there's been an Iowa team this bad. This team fucking sucks. I'm tired of watching them. Fuck them. Make some changes, please, because this is just, it's going to slowly kill me if I have to keep watching them. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. And something just popped into my head, and you might not like this, but what about Bielema? Just bring in Bielema ball. Just just keep grinding it out. I've definitely thought about it. Ooh, I like that. Shout I wouldn't out to hate Illinois. it. I wouldn't hate it. I mean, That's- ideally, the best thing that could happen is we bring Bob Stoops back, Mark Stoops back, and all the boys, like all the Stoops just come back and take over. I don't think it's going to happen, but that would be what I would want first. If you start going down the list and being like, hey, I can't get this guy, can't get this guy, I don't hate bringing back people. Love it. Love it. Uh, takes for days. That's the pod. We'll be back. Sports pod or pro sports pod tomorrow, maybe. And then uh, picks pod. Let's go. Have a day. Tell me who rock, who sell out in the stores? You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop, who jewels got blocks, who mostly goes down to the blue drop. The same old pimp, Mace, you know ain't nothing changed but my limp. Can't stop till I see my name on.